Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. We know you have a lot of options in regards to spirituality consumption on all social media platforms. So we are glad you are here. Today I talked with Angela, my mentor. I love her so, so much. And we dive really deep into shamanism, her backstory. We answer your questions that you had. We talk about spirit animals how shamanism and her teaching has changed my life, how she has helped me over the years with her mentorship, um, and just how to live a shamanic life in this everyday crazy world. Angela's energy and knowledge to me is undeniable. And I have no doubt you're gonna pick up and feel her beautiful energy, whether you're just listening on the podcast or viewing her on camera on our YouTube channel. I hope that you enjoy this episode. I trust that you will. And it brings me a lot of joy to have such a beautiful person here with me to help educate you. Much love and gratitude to all of you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Crystalline Network, presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I'm Dana, your host today, and as you can see, we have a very, very special guest on today. It is my mentor, my <laughs> Angela. I love her so much, and I am so ecstatic to have her here as our first debut guest on the podcast and the YouTube video. So however you're joining us, thank you for being here with us in this beautiful present moment. Much love to all of you. And we're actually just going to jump right in and get going because we have a lot to talk about today, a lot to cover. We have a lot of questions from you all for Miss Angela. So I do want to tell you that I thought about this. Uh -oh. We have been together more than three years working together because <laughs> Our Mother's Crystals is almost three years old. Right. So I started right. working with you before that. So right. we've had to, she's been mentoring me for at least four or five years at yes. this point. Yes, I've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel like that long mm -hmm. at all. Time is a hard concept. It's not a concept I adhere mm -hmm. to anymore. No, no. So I want to start off with Angela just talking today about her mm -hmm. and just tell us a little bit about what you do and why okay. you do it and what you offer because I really want to showcase what she offers as well to the masses. Well, and thank you. It yeah. is so, I'm so excited to be I here. I love being with you and yeah, in your same. space and this is an amazing, amazing oh. space. And just to let you guys know, we have so much we could talk about. Yeah. We had planned to meet at 11 and moved it to 10. We did. Because we yes. were afraid. Because I have a session later. So, yeah. yes. And when we get to talking, we get to talking, and it could yeah. be three hours later, and it feels like 15 minutes. We're literally in a vortex. Yes. So, have together. fun, editors. Yes. <laughs> well, I yes. love you. Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited you have editors. <laughs> so, I am Angela Faith, and I am a shamanic practitioner and mentor. So, that means as a shamanic practitioner I offer shamanic healing and shamanic healing is an ancient practice and it addresses the spiritual or energetic cause of illness all illness disease has a an initial energy before it manifests yeah. into the physical and in Western medicine we don't address that and it is a time now this is the exciting thing I come from a long line of medicine women but I live in a time that I get to do this yeah. without fear yes of being Amen. burned at the stake <laughs> or persecuted and there is still a bit of that uncertainty is. Um, around I still feel it I think a lot of us women and healers do it's called the witch wound I yes. recently discovered in a book I feel like it's getting better though. absolutely yeah. it's a great time it's an exciting time to yeah. be here so as a shamanic healer I support individuals in that way and overcoming um, PTSD or um, repeating life patterns that yes. type of thing yes powerful powerful process as a mentor because I discovered as I was doing the healing people would feel great but then they'd call me in a 
period of time and had reverted right back to where they were when they came to me. Yes. And I got an invitation in March of 2020 when all the world was going crazy yeah. to quit my career of 25 years. Me too. Yep. As a court reporter, <laughs> as a court stenographer, what I had done, I was great at it, loved it. And I... She's a self-proclaimed wordsmith. Yes. Word and, nerd. And she is. Yes. We, we joke all the time, she needs to make bumper stickers of these phrases yeah. that yes. she comes up with. And I think that your um, just experience with doing court reporting yes. has assisted you in what you do now. Everything we do, every experience is an opportunity and you're always in training. You're always the student. Yeah, I can. Yes, absolutely. Court yeah. reporters are custodians of the written word. Yeah, They've been that. around court stenographers since the beginning of the, their scribes. Yeah, and absolutely learning to sit back and watch and and not read people, but feel the energy of the room and practice with all the abilities that we all have, my different senses. But I also learned because, and I digress a lot. You know this. I do. As a healer, we are we all have an opportunity to be healers. It's not something I'm just doing in a in a session. Right. So even as a court reporter, I learned how to not surrender my power to the mm. room. And that's a biggie right there. Yes. We could do a whole episode on Well, I have a workshop this weekend on there you go. <laughs> how to maintain your personal power. Um, yes, gathering your medicine to maintain your personal yeah. power. Yeah. And it gave me opportunities because it was coming into a room, litigious room, where everyone's angry, tense, money, all this stuff. Yes. And I could either surrender and leave feeling drained. Yeah. But I learned to come in and hold my power or hold my energy and also bring healing to the room, that's to beautiful. the environment. That's beautiful. And mm -hmm. I can attest yes. that that's what she does. Even just her spoken word and just her presence is healing. And it's funny, like when I would go, I wouldn't even say funny, it's amazing that when I would go and have my mentoring sessions with her, I would feel completely different versus when I came versus when I left. And you do this via distance as well. Yes. So you, you, she yes. offers things where you do not have to be in person yes. to obtain the knowledge of shamanism and how to use it in your everyday regular life. Yes, that's been another gift of yeah. the Zoom. Right. Yes, I do have right. clients in Canada and all over the United yeah. States, and I work with some of the Crystal family. She does. I have, and yes. that's, um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful uh, web, and just trusting that... My mantra is, thy will be done through me for the highest good of all and the true manifestation of my purpose. Oh, my gosh. I think it's from a deck of cards, actually. Yeah. I didn't create that, that yeah. quote. I don't remember where I got it, but it resonated with me. And I speak that. And yes. And if that is not you. Letting it, <laughs> letting it unfold. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So could you or would you be willing to tell us a little bit about when you quote unquote mm -hmm. spiritually awakened, yes. which I personally believe we all have multiple spiritual awakenings yes. during our lifetime, but is there one instance that you can pinpoint on your journey yes. into yes. getting it where you're at today? Yes. So yes, awakening is a verb and it's ongoing. Like we're, oh, we're yes, walking, yes. we're driving. See, we're, she, yes. she'll make you think of things in a different yes. perspective. So always expanding or have opportunities to expand or suppressing. Okay. Um, or re resisting, I guess resisting yeah. would be a better word. Yeah. Resi expanding or resisting the expansion because the expansion creates change. And what do we hear often? I hate change. <laughs> People yes. will say that to me. And when they do, I'm like, oh, that's the, that's what the issue is, yeah. not the change itself. Yeah. Again, I digress. I get excited talking here. <laughs> so the moment, one of the moments was May 11th, 2006. Okay. And I was sitting in a jail cell planning my suicide. Wow. And wow. that was when I tapped into or allowed that inner divine. Sexuals. Yeah, I did too. That wow. <laughs> I don't talk about that date a whole lot. Yeah. And um, I felt that inner divine activation. Mm. 
awakening, if you will, something that I had numbed. I've always been different, and I know a lot of people can relate to that. I hear people, I'm an only child, and talking to dead people or seeing things that weren't there or hearing things was very normal to me. And when I started school, I realized it wasn't. And like a lot of us, I spent a lot of my life wanting to be normal, wanting to conform. And because we're not taught... In school, we how to be taught all of this all stuff. Of this. <laughs> We're many generations removed from these teachings of the importance of bare feet, the plants or medicine, uh, how to maintain our personal power, why it's important yeah. that we're interconnected, all of these things. And as a sensitive, I didn't have any of that information. Yeah. It's no one's fault. And how do you deal with that and, and process that as a young, well, young adolescent? It's it's some don't. And yeah. I, I would like to share this part of <clears throat> before uh, my why, going back to why I teach this. I'm all over the place, it's I okay. realize, but that's okay. It's okay. What's meant to be heard will be heard. I first attempted suicide when I was nine years old. That's because I felt so much and I didn't understand what I was feeling. Through my years, I discovered that the solution to we have an innate awareness of a creator, we have an innate navigation system, we have the ability to engage with all that is. Yes. But when it's not activated, we feel very lost. I want you to think about before we had our cell phones, you used to be able to remember phone numbers. Yes. But now you don't remember them because you don't have to. Correct. So it's like our innate navigation system, our connection to our source um, is, is it's gotten... It's turned off it's tur- it's, yeah. it's like a... Um, Forgotten. What do you call a muscle that doesn't work anymore? Oh, I can't think of the word. Um, I can't either. <laughs> yeah, but moment. it's like that. It's like the muscle that's not working anymore. So it's there, and with some practice, you can strengthen it back up. But I, I was feeling all these things and not knowing what I was feeling. Wow. So, and really, before that, at the age of six, I had had a near-death experience. I, I nearly drowned, so I wasn't afraid of dying. Wow. It was beautiful. Well, it was see, a beautiful experience. I, I think of being six years old and almost drowning and it not being beautiful. Right. Well, it wasn't at first <laughs> yeah. when I was fighting. <laughs> but when I surrendered, it was be- I'll never forget it. It was <clears> through <throat> the water. It was beautiful. So at nine, I was like, I want to go back to that. And through going to school was painful. All the loud noise, the bells, the rushing, the people. Agreed. And so trying to conform and and then the teachings that they were giving me didn't resonate. resonate. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to be a good girl, like we're taught, all yes. of these things. And my mother was also different and she um she got ostracized by so you know people in the neighborhood and um she had to be careful yeah and my grandmother was put in mental institutions because she saw things that other people couldn't see and heard things that and trying to conform she tried to be pentecostal bless her heart oh it wasn't (laughs) working out no (laughs) no it did um it runs in your dna you yes and and trying to conform and you're looking for that connection with source that isn't hasn't been shared so why i do what i do i have come to understand a lot of my struggles were because i didn't have an awareness Mm. of my interconnectedness and my connection to source i was looking outside of myself i think a lot of us do that Uh, we do we don't we're taught that we're taught that um not just by our parents it's not all your parents fault commercials tell us we're not skinny enough my teeth aren't wide enough my boobs aren't the right size like we have it's fed to us and fed to us and fed to us and it's never again we're many generations and teachings away from the truth that works for all of us and that we all know so if shamanism resonates with you it's likely because you've had that in a past life or in a genetic and let me tell you i can me personally i can speak on the truth on that because even the Mm -hmm. word shaman yes the word shamanism felt right to me Mm -hmm. like it just it it felt like it was in my dna yes but i didn't know what it was yes but i felt interested in it and i felt very attached to it just maybe 
like a magnet attracted mm-hmm. to it. An activation. And oh, I love that. Or a memory, cell memory, cell our, our, memory. Yeah, those remembering. Mm-hmm. And so, for those who don't know, what is shamanism? Yes. So shamanism is the oldest spiritual practice known to humankind before organized religion, before Christianity. Now, I want to stress here because the first question I often get asked is, oh, are you Native American? (laughs) My great grandmother does have some Cherokee in the lineage, I've been told. Most of us. Most of us do that live in the United States. Correct. Or wherever you live, you likely may have some in your some type uh, of native. Exactly. There was a whole lot of things happening. Mingling. Back then. Yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of mingling happening. But I want to stress that shamanism is not isolated to Native Americans. They they don't own it. Um, they didn't invent it. They practiced it. And shamanism has been practiced around the world by different cultures since the beginning of time. And archaeologists have discovered this by doing their thing, that there were things that all of these cultures had in common. They would have different ways of expressing it or different ceremonies, but they had things that were all very similar. Even though they were all the way across the world and that culture didn't know the other culture might have existed. No Zoom, no cell phone. Right. They were doing the same. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Yes. And so it was an innate practice. And those things were a respect for nature, mm-hmm. a respect for all of creation, and a respect for the ancestors. And that we are all connected. We're all connected. Like everything and is everything connected. Is, it's not just connected. So here's the word nerd. In me. Okay, tell it's me. interconnected. Interconnected. So connected is like dot to dot. Yes. I'm connected to you. You're connected to that. Yeah. That's connected. Interconnected is like a spider web. Yes. Everything is sense. connected as a whole. Okay. And so when I do something, it does have a ripple effect. And indigenous cultures understood this. Animism, which is also practiced in shamanism, Mm -hmm. is the understanding that everything has a spirit. Rocks, trees, the seasons, the elements, crystals, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, I love, love, love rocks and trees. We're going to get into that. Yay, yes. And so practicing, again, it's Paleolithic. This is caveman stuff. It's not new age. Correct. It is not new age. Yeah. Um, It's getting more popular. Like it's a buzzword right now, I think, in the metaphysical and spiritual community. It it is, but also beware because shamanism also to me, and I understand it as being experiential. So it's not a concept. It's not saying I'm spiritual. It's it's experiential. It's a practice. Mm -hmm. And it is reciprocity so a lot of the new age yeah. and metaphysical movement is about manifesting what you want yes. and getting what you want <laughs> yes and shamanism is a daily practice it's a way of being that is in harmony with everything so you attract naturally now it's for your well-being but also for the, the collective the collective yes, well-being. yes exactly yeah. you you actually attract more than what you want because what you want is usually limited Ooh, or you think yeah. you want something because you think it's going to give you a certain feeling. That's so true. But source knows what you truly are wanting to feel. Yeah. And so you may not get what you want, but by practicing, by a spiritual practice of shamanism, you create an environment to allow yeah. what is in your highest good and the collective. And it doesn't include suffering. Oh, I love hearing that. Right? It I doesn't it doesn't include that. suffering. And I I feel like with shamanism we're getting back to the basics. Yes. Like it's what what we're yeah. all built upon. It's mm-hmm. and and I think you could go into as much detail as you want to with shamanism, but I think that in a lot of aspects uh, in our everyday lives, we tend to make things harder yes. than they have to be. And shamanism yes. was a way to help me that you're just, you're worrying way too much about this. You're putting too much emphasis on this. You're focusing too much on this. Or I would try to overanalyze things, Mm -hmm. especially like when, when Angela was teaching me things about shamanism, I would analyze as she's teaching me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I could see those gears going yes, too. Yes, and it's like, Dana, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make this way too much, you know, more difficult than it has to be. But you would have an aha moment. Yes, I would always have an <laughs> yes. aha moment and like, okay. I would see that too, it click. And it's like, okay, there I get it, it now. And it's resonating and it's sinking down inside me. My body is remembering, my, my cells are remembering. Mm-hmm what mm-hmm. this teaching actually feels like in the body and yeah. it's it's a beautiful experience so transitioning into i just want to talk a little bit about crystals absolutely because you know we're absolutely. all about crystals yes. here and i wanted to ask you just personally how do you incorporate crystals into shamanic practice yes. i guess i should yes. say or just your everyday living every day and so shamanism is a way of being so my shamanic practice is 24-7. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so crystals, I have them all everywhere. Everywhere. If you've been to my home, Dana has. It's a crystal museum just like here. Uh-huh. Yes. And people <laughs> will say, oh, I don't want to leave. It feels so good. Yes. Like, it's the crystals. Yes. They think it's me. But it's, it's the crystals. part of it. <laughs> well, the crystals enhance. Yes, they do. The energy that is already there. Correct. There we go. And But I do have an altar, and meditation is key. Mm, if you work yeah. with me in meditation, if you want to expand, meditation is yeah. essential. And I have an altar with specific crystals there, placed on there. When I journey, when I do um, a soul retrieval, yes. I have a special crystal that was passed on to me by a medicine man that I use in that way, it's a beautiful, How beautiful. Ugh, it's, I'll have to send you a picture. I yeah. don't know if I've shown it to you. It's a beautiful quartz crystal, but it's so clear. Well, and just the having it passed down. Exactly. Exactly. It is. Um, so I use that to bring souls back in. Oh, love it, that. I, it's like the container. To yes. Pick. Right. So they are essential in, and it's in its quartz. That's to me, the Mac daddy. It's the master of, healer. Yes. It's, it is the Mac daddy. I love all that. Of, all of the things. <laughs> Um, I love orange carnelian mm, to yes. bring joy in a room. I have altars. So one of the things I encourage and teach is creating altars, yeah. not alter egos. And I also altars. want to say she is big into crystal gritting. As yes, well. gritting in your home, gritting the land. And yeah. I love to say you don't have to know everything about anything to start something. Absolutely. You don't have to know everything about crystals. Dana yeah. knows this yeah. too start now Dana I don't doubt that you have been a crystal goddess in a past life we've talked about I truly believe I have worked with crystals for many lifetimes I know it she knows things that you can't get from a book you know things that you don't just get from a class you and it just comes when I start talking about shamanism I'm not regurgitating things I have yes I read and studied a lot but I it's coming from another place and that's how it is when you talk about crystals it's so true she can see things in them that I can't she can hear things from them that that the average ear doesn't oh I appreciate that so much it's amazing it's like magic to hear that from your mentor Mm. that's a sweet spot for me well, to watch you tap into that and allow that to be revealed because it's not it's not inside the box yes and that yes. is so I want to digress just a bit sure. so why the shamanism why why do you want to do all these things why I feel like it's the map and compass to allow you to access your own navigation mm. system it's not come work with me and I'll teach you how to be a shaman or yes, come work right. with me and I'll right. teach you how to start your own crystal business right it's when you learn these things and practice them, you tap into exactly your destiny. You get your map and compass for your destiny. Yeah, it's Not funny. Mine. It's like when I first started seeing you for sessions, I thought I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to learn everything and everything there was to know about shamanism. But really what my soul was wanting was the benefits mm-hmm. of having living a shamanic life. Yes. And what do you feel are the benefits of, of the mentoring of the mentorship? Yes. What just what you offer, yes. what you do. So having done it for for some time, I'm able to observe. In hands, I have the hindsight, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's numerous. It's countless, it's so right? many. Yes, it is. I think it's like a well being. Just a, it's a well being. It, it's an awareness. It's a changing stories one of the things i i share because i have a program also metamorphosis yes I've been I, through it. yes and i say in the beginning if you were to write your story 
at the beginning of it, it would be very different than how you're going to write yeah. it at the end. Yeah. And so people discover so much. And I, I'm, I'm thinking on a physical aspect, um, how they approach wellness, yeah. um, how they approach life, relationships. Mm, oh, I biggie. see. That's a because biggie. working primarily, not exclusively, but a lot primarily with women, relationships are a big thing. Yeah. And people that are in them tend to not be happy in the one they're in. And the, well, those that aren't in them think that's what's going to make them happy. It's so true. Right? And it's so true. So through this, I've noticed through the mentoring, that whole thing changes. And it's not yeah. about, I don't give relationship advice. Right. But it's not about the relationship. But once you start um, working on yourself, working on yourself and, yeah. then you can decide from a much better place what you need. Um, whether I, it's to you know be I, in one or not and i am just proof of that and not talking just like romantic relationships All just everyday relationships and how you interact with say your boss mm -hmm. or your coworker or your mom yeah i mean it it, <laughs> it truly correlates to every step of your yes. life yes yes I, and you know let's let's talk about your buzzword right now enriching yes Enriching, just practicing shamanism or mm -hmm. a shamanic way of life enriches your yes. life in every way that you could think of, whether it be love and loving yourself and depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. how you feel physically, how you feel emotionally, how you're able to take on the tasks during your day. It honestly just runs the, the it's rainbow. It's a way of, of being. It truly it is. is. It, it changes is. your experience. And I, it's not. I'm not just like saying this. Like, oh, I, te I, I have lived it. I yeah. have went from again my in a jail shift cell. was in a jail cell planning yeah. my suicide. My yeah. kids had gone. My mother had died. I'd gotten divorced, and I was going through my dark night of the soul. Yeah, literally everything. I, I lost. Everything life was crumbling. Life was crumbling around me, and guess what? The common denominator was you, me. It was everyone you. I had blamed yeah. my problems on, and mother yeah. was at the top of the list. Yeah. Mother daughters are my specialty. Um, every relationship is sacred, and with a spiritual practice of shamanism, you begin to understand and lean into the the opportunities to learn and expand because. You can't skip the lessons. <laughs> so if you want to just stop talking to someone and think that you're fine, you're going to yeah. get to go around with them again. You have an invitation. <laughs> you will have an opportunity, <laughs> an opportunity to forgive and approach with love. I digress. I don't, I shouldn't be, um, yeah, I'm not saying to go talk to someone that you're not talking to, but sometimes that is our go-to. We think if we avoid. Yes. Right, and avoidance correct. is not healing. Correct. Yeah. Avoidance is not healing. So we had some really interesting questions coming oh, yeah. from you guys via our, via our Instagram story section where I gave you all the opportunity to ask Angela any question that you could think of. So we have picked some of our favorites and I'm just going to quick fire those off I'm to you. I'm excited about these. A little nervous too. <laughs> how, how did you hear the call? Oh, well, in that jail cell, I heard a, a call of this isn't how your story goes. Mm. That's big. Mm -hmm. um, how did you hear the call towards shamanism? I started having dreams. Mm -hmm. I, I shared this with yeah, you. I yeah. started having dreams. I didn't know. My great-grandmother, I grew up hearing she was a medicine woman. Yeah. I wasn't familiar with the word shaman. Yes. My mother identified as a white witch. Um, I, I first came out as a medium, a yes. psychic medium, yes. when I came out of the psychic closet over a, about a decade ago yeah. now. And I started, when I started doing mediumship open and studying, um, I started having dreams and I was hearing the word shaman and there was a person there saying they were a shaman and shamanism. I went to a psychic that a party that had a psychic there. I remember this story. And, yes, I like to share this because, uh, yes, this psychic told me, I asked her about, I said, I'm having these dreams about shaman, shamanism, and I don't, I'm curious, what is, what is, what is that? Yeah. She said, oh, you are not to be asking, like, shamans are chosen. They are not, um, what is, she's, you don't decide to be a shaman. Yes. People are chosen. I was <laughs> like, I'm not deciding anything. I'm just asking a question. But it kept coming. And yeah. it came in dreams. It came in mm -hmm. chance encounters because a few weeks later, it's almost like I got the invitation and that was almost not a test, but an opportunity to see if I was serious to answer the invitation. Interesting. Because I could have let her shut me down. That's right. 
I could have let That's her right. decide my worth. Yeah. I could have let her decide for me. And just, mm -hmm. and I know you've told this to me before, but just so everyone knows, she does not consider herself a, like just a shaman, but a shamanic practitioner. So how that, how I have been taught by yeah. my elders, I do not call myself a shaman. I call, I call, I say I'm a shamanic practitioner. You can call me a shaman. Okay. So if my husband and I are at a party and you ask him, what does your wife do? He would say, she's a shaman. If I meet you at the party and you say, what do you do? I will say, I'm a shamanic practitioner. Yes. That's what I have been taught. Okay. Um, and I have studied, my great grandmother was, I studied with her as a wee one, Love not that. being though like child, you're learning shamanism. Yes. It wasn't like that, yes. but in hindsight, I can so see all the um, correlation, all between. of the correlation and what she was practicing. That's so amazing. So thankful. And guess what she had all over the farm? What? Geodes. And I of loved course them. she did. And they would be broken open and they looked like, I'd be like, they're diamonds. They're diimonds. Oh, and there's like quartz growing oh, inside. Oh, they were beautiful. I wish so much I had one. Oh my one of hers. gosh. I wish I could have met her. Yeah. D um, Maybe I can grab orchard. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll show you a picture when we're done of her. Oh my gosh. Uh, shamanic yes. journeying, by the way, guys, is one of my very empowering. One of my favorite aspects mm -hmm. of what I have learned with um, Angela here. And if anyone is interested in shamanic journeying, she has a whole section on that that she teaches. That's part of the um, 12 week. Yes, it's so my first program is called A Shamanic Approach to Abundant Living. Yes. Because with practicing these principles and practices, you tap into abundance in all areas of your life. Yes. Not just financially, but Correct. yeah, we all, I have a friend, I love it. She says, it's hard to be spiritual and broke at the same time. <laughs> I love that. So it's, it's, it's okay to desire to be financially secure, secure yeah. or not have financial insecurity, but there's so much more. We want more than that. I used to tell my daughters, if money made you happy, look at Britney Spears. Ain't that the truth? Right? Yeah. So we want, um, yes, we want that, but creating, uh, not creating, allowing abundance. <laughs> Journeying is so empowering for healing and getting direct divination, getting guidance. And you teach that in the initial 12 weeks. Yes, program. in the a shamanic yes. approach to abundance. The shamanic learning. approach. Yes, and we lay a foundation because, yes, you can go online and learn how to journey, but there's so much more to shamanism than just journeying. Correct. And that's what's yeah. gotten popular is I, I learning to journey, yeah. but not. I. You and I went and, and experienced that. Yeah there's a lot of people journeying for themselves and others that aren't practicing the principles and all their yes. other affairs and and i think um, it's important to have that balance in your life as you know what are you yes. what are you doing on a daily basis basis yes. in your shamanic life not just journeying you that help support more out of it yeah it supports yes, exactly the experience yes you will get more out of it absolutely oh my gosh so question number two this is going to be fun and you, you don't have to go into a whole lot of detail because you are getting ready to teach a class on this, but I think it will touch on it very okay. nicely. Recommendations for reclaiming personal power and self-love after a trauma. Mm. So trauma is a story. So that's a biggie for you all mm -hmm. to chew on. Chew on that. Yeah. That's, all the therapists are like, what? <laughs> let that sink in. We all have stories that we feel are traumatic. Yes. And how do you reclaim that power? You are the only one that can. Yes. Yes. And you make the decision to. And that's where I talk about things being so simple, but we make them so hard. We think yeah. we have to have like this beautiful major ceremony or ritual about reclaiming our power. What Angela taught me, one easy thing to do is just in the morning, take some deep breaths and just say, my power is my power and only my power, mm -hmm. which yeah. means I ain't giving it away to nobody or anything. I'm calling it back in. Calling it in or sitting up and here's a beautiful exercise too, is holding a crystal yeah. in your hand. As soon as yeah. you sit up and saying, I call back my power and I've envisioned the, envision the crystal showering me. Yes. And yes. it's a crystal shower. Yes. That is a beautiful way to start your day. I find that it's not, what do I do when I get anxious? It's what do I do every day mm. 
to maintain my personal power. So it's not about what do I do when I've surrendered my power. Because you're more than likely going to surrender it again. Yes. In yes. any given it's, moment. It happens. We're human. Yeah. We're yes. going to, we're here to experience things that feel like traumas. Yes. We are. And yes, but once I recognize I've surrendered it, it's really not important about who, why, where, or beating myself up about it. But I can just make the decision. I call back my power. Breath. Mm. is life your breath is what connects your soul to this vessel to this robe and we're often breathing shallow yeah so breathing and i call it it's called many things pranayama breathing breathe in for four to eight hold for four exhale for four hold for four a lot of teachings tell you to do that when you feel like it or do it when you're anxious you can't reach it when you're already powerless Mm. But if you will breathe like that every day mm. before you get out here to people that are going to try to take your power, get in your power first. Yeah. And then it's you're not as vulnerable to surrendering your power. So it's really what do I do to maintain rather than waiting until I feel powerless. But once you do feel powerless, yes, make the decision. I call back my power. Don't look for somebody else to give it to you or for other things. I think that's a biggiest. I think mm -hmm. we look for other people. That's the first place. Like validation, love, yes. whatever, for personal I need power. You. Mm -hmm. Right. And you don't because you are the one essentially yeah. in control. Yes. And I think it is. It's just coming back to what is your daily practice for yourself mm -hmm. and, in this case, your own personal power. Yes. And sitting on mother's lap, I call sitting mm -hmm. on the earth, get yeah. your bare feet on the ground is a wonderful way as well to get yourself back in your power and allow it um you know if you keep telling the same old story you're you're gonna well, keep we like to suffer we do we are addicted to suffering we we're conditioned to yes Mm -hmm. And so once you yeah. can get out of that habitual, I'm addicted to practice. this suffering, it does. It takes practice. It's not necessarily something you're going to do at one time and then bam, it's completely no, gone. It is not a poof. Right. Um, it is a practice. It. I've been, I like I said, I've had a solid practice for over a decade and I still feel like yeah. it's new Yeah. Um, as far as committed to, but my life depends on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I as that. I yeah. shared, I've, yeah, I, that's my story. That was that. one thing Angela taught me too is do it like your life depends on it. And that mm -hmm. could have been meditation we were talking about or what, whatever so. it was at the yes, time. The but quality of your life does. It does. Mm -hmm. So question number three, Angela, what is, this is asked all the time. And I know I have my answer for this, but I would love to hear yours. Yes. What is the difference between a spirit animal, a power animal, or a totem animal? And how do you find yours? Yes. So... Power animals, and this is also, I go into this in a shamanic approach to abundant living, and because knowing your power animal is great, but so, it's important to have a relationship go. So. I have to stop you right yes. here, and we will continue on, but I have to say that one of my all-time favorite moments that I will never forget is meeting my power animal mm -hmm. with the assistance of Angela doing a shamanic journey. Yes, thank go you. Ahead. Yes, go ahead. it's one of my favorite <laughs> things to facilitate in the teaching so is when someone journeys and comes back because they're always surprised. Mm. And yes, we tend to think it's this and you discover it's something totally Absolutely. off your radar. It happened to me. Yeah. It happened with a client recently. She was so sure her, her power animal was this and she came back and it was um, a pelican. Oh, <laughs> and that's she fantastic. Was like, and I was like, you know, if you had went to, came to me and I said, oh, your power animal's a pelican, you'd be yeah. like, that woman's that crazy. I'm going right. to go to a real mm -hmm. psychic. Right. So it's experiential. Yes. I don't tell you what it is. So your power animal's been with you since birth yes and or maybe before totem animals spirit animals those are animals all animals are our messengers i agree we are always communicating with them and animism i mentioned earlier that is not just the, the understanding that everything has spirit but that we can communicate yeah through interspecies yes and it's not with English. We learned English yeah. and we got stupid, really. So, <laughs> you know, so we got educated and we got <laughs> stupid. And so your totem and power animals are, don't get too caught up in which is which because they are all important I and see. they're all here to support you. I feel like a spirit and a totem is just a label for 
and animal energy that comes in and out of your life at certain times yes. when you need it. Where the power animal is there with you always. Always with you. And the totems, yes. they. But the totems can stay for a really long yes. time, too. Yes. And they can show up in dreams. They can show up in real life. I saw two hawks mm -hmm. on the, well, not on the way here. I had one literally come to my window as yeah. I was preparing to come here, and then one almost hit my windshield. So amazing. And hawk is one of my totems. <laughs> so it shows up in, in ways like that. And working with that energy, it's not just knowing what they are. You want to understand and cultivate a relationship and that's yeah. what I support because then it's really enriching enriching for you, and it is enriching <laughs> mm -hmm. for your life oh. how so I know I found mine through a shamanic journey mm -hmm. is there any other ways to find out what your power animal is or what yes your your totems are the there are a few ways and one that is coming to my mind is we've talked about a water Yes. method so next to your bed you can have a glass of water and i like to put a quartz crystal in mine love this and you can declare because water is programmable yes and you declare i will dream of my power animal and take a drink mm -hmm. i will remember my dream and take a drink you you whatever words you want to use and then you go to sleep now time is irrelevant Yes. You may not have the dream that night. You keep doing it. Yes. And it is said that if you dream of the animal three times, uh -huh. that's your power animal. Amazing. I've yes. not heard this. <clears throat> that is one method. And also, there are meditations. There are guided meditations yeah. online, I'm yeah. sure. Um, I do one. I teach a Awakening to Your Totem Animals workshop, and I do a guided meditation Awesome. in that to discover a totem <clears throat> excuse me so not so much the power animal but a totem animal love that mm -hmm. thank you for sharing yes. that that is such a amazing yes. way to incorporate crystals too absolutely into what you're doing because absolutely, yes. clear quartz is easily programmable mm -hmm. with your intention and water is a conductor so you're like and then you're drinking that into your body exactly your, your life source exactly you're programming it. it and then you're taking it in so this is a biggie. This is our last question that we're gonna cover. Best way to start inner child work. Ooh. That's a biggie, right? That's yeah. got a lot of layers to it, I was it, gonna I say, believe. the word start, I wanna remove that because we're always either supporting or, or not. Being aware that you <laughs> wanna do it and need to yes. do it perhaps. I, I, so I call the inner child now the inner daughter. Hmm. Let me tell you why for a minute, because it's kind of funny. I have a client in Canada that doesn't have children, and she yes. doesn't really like kids. Yes. And so when I said, I said, are you familiar with the inner child? She's like, I don't really like that because I don't like kids. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. I said, you know, I love that. Thanks for being so honest. I get, I get that. So, but the inner daughter. Yeah. Because you are responsible for her now. Yes. And can you give me the question again? I'm sorry, I digress. That's okay. The best way to start inner child start. work. That, that's what I'm saying. So be deciding to. So making a decision is like planting a seed. Whether you're deciding to fulfill it, follow a dream, or deciding to work on trauma stories, or deciding to acknowledge and heal your inner child or inner daughter, and making the decision. What happens when you make the decision is cooperative components yes. conspire yes. to support your decision. If you decide that you've been traumatized and you're just this way because of what happened, cooperative components will conspire to make that true. Mm. If you decide that there is a wounded little child in you that needs some nurturing, the cooperative components will conspire to support you. Now, that could look like people coming into your life, right? but you have to be willing to be vulnerable, right? If someone comes into your life, or, or you might need to do something different. The definition of, this, mm -hmm. of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting right. a different result. Right. So I want change, but I'm not willing to do anything different. Right. Okay. There, That's not going to work. Right. But if you're really making the decision, you'll start getting opportunities and guidance. And just so ask. Like, ask. That's what I, yeah, make it, like, put it out there. Um, I need help with my inner child. I need help with my inner child and start paying attention to whatever books start popping yeah, up. Exactly. Conversations. And that's uh, the thing. I think mentors and teachers can come in yes. your life in different ways. They can, it's like someone 
um, is talking to you and they're like, hey, you should mm -hmm. talk to such and such. Yes. yes. Or when um, the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. I also consider books my mentors and my teachers. Yes. I've learned a lot. Yes. Not that I take, you know, everything. I just no. take what I need from those. But I do consider them mentors and teachers in my life. And it's amazing how when you ask for the help and you ask for the guidance and if you are in a state of allowing that to come into your life, they just appear. Yes. It might just appear on your phone. I yes. mean, you know, exactly. it's, just, it's just crazy exactly. how stuff like that just falls in your ask, lap. how do I get in a state of allowing? That's what I teach. That's yes. what the practice of shamanism is being in harmony. Yes. With, with that, with the state of allowing. You're not resisting anything anymore. Exactly. I exactly. love that. Thank you for sharing that. So is there anything that you'd like to leave our viewers or our listeners with today? Just a message perhaps. And then I'm going to have just some fun questions that I'm going to ask every guest at the end. Something I thought of with that last question. Mm, okay. Investing in our well-being. I have invested in I, my, yes. a lot of my teachings have come freely, but I have also invested in um, I have a mass, or I'm sorry, yes, a master's in metaphysics, mm -hmm. which is, it's not all card reading and foo-foo, it's, it's learning to connect with the God consciousness within, yeah. and it's all really about God, but not the biblical and you invested sense. in these classes. I have invested too. in my own training. Yeah. I have invested in yoga teacher training. Yes. <laughs> and so what I'm getting at is you are worth it. Money is a is an interesting energy exchange. Mm -hmm. This is my full-time yes. practice. I was a court reporter for 25 years and I saw clients on weekends for many years. I remember doing and that. was yeah. very content doing that. I got an invitation in March of 2020 to do this full time. It was a big step of uncertainty and a leap of faith. Money is just an energy exchange because I do get calls often where people will tell me all the things that are going on, but then when I we get to the money part, mm -hmm. it's it's like there's an expectance. And I know a lot of healers go through this. Yeah. Oh, well, and I am a... I am restoring wellness everywhere I go. Yeah. It's what I do. But there is an energy exchange. So what I'm getting at is we invest as we feel inspired or called. Because if I resist that, ooh, I really want to do that. Yoga teacher training, it spoke to me. I had never even been to the studio. It's crazy. But someone sent me the description of it, and I was yeah. reading it, and my soul was like, you mm. need to do this. Yes. yes. You need to do this. I'd never even been there. I'd only done yoga a few times. And it was like over $3,000. Yeah. And an investment. And I signed up. And everybody's like, oh, you're going to teach yoga? I'm like, I really don't know what's going to happen with this. And I don't. And I don't teach not yoga. teaching yoga. But right. it was profound in escalating my practice of meditation. And it got you to where... Which opened up everything Yeah. yeah and in the yoga teacher training, I met the girl who invited me to a workshop where I met my first medium teacher. Wow. And that, so, then that got you into the mediumship. Yes, and that got right. me out of the closet of, oh, yeah. I have these abilities and I've always... Incredible. So you see how you get that calling. But if I yeah. had said, oh, I can't spend that kind of money. Yeah. And I didn't have it. I made payments. That's what I do. Yeah. And I, it was a huge investment in myself. And so those opportunities show up. So I would like to talk. Yeah, that's yeah, what I want to do. Just like be open to the opportunities that, that yes. are there for you and be aware of them. When you declare you want to address trauma or child, um, the inner child, be aware of the opportunities and don't shut the door on Love them. That. That's that's what I'm, yeah. Thank you so much. That story. Thank you so much for sharing that. I yeah. have one other quick thing. Yeah, go. go the trust. It. I want to okay. leave with this. Okay. A Cherokee elder taught me that replace the word hope with the word oh, trust. Yes, yes. This is so powerful. It, it's life-changing. That's why I wanted to drop this in here, too. Drop it, baby. When you hope, you're just leaving things for chance. So replace the word hope. Say, I trust you will have a good day. Mm -hmm. I trust that I will get that phone call. I trust that we will get there safely. 
I hear hope. Oh, I hope it works out. I trust it's working out. Yeah, there. When you say hope, it doesn't even feel as good. No, you know, hope has a hole in the middle of it, and trust has you right in the center. Oh my God, that's what he taught me. So say that, and it's powerful because yeah. you are activating energies, cooperative components with your yeah. words. They're activating. So you're telling the universe, "Oh, I trust you." And I do feel like the person on the receiving end of that message feels the difference yep. as well. Yes, and that's yeah. what I'll say often. I don't say. I hope you're doing well because yeah. we start saying, oh, I hope you're well. I always start, I trust you are well. Yes, she does. I trust she you does. are well. So Angela is like the perfect person that practices what she preaches. Mm -hmm. So anything and everything she tells you or suggests to you, she does. Like yes. she embodies shamanism. Yes. She embodies yes. love. Um, I have just some quick, fun questions okay. that I like to ask all my guests that so come on here. for me. <laughs> so a lot of people are going to want to know, what is your sign? You, Scorpio. I already knew she was a Scorpio. I'm Scorpio. I am freaking surrounded by Scorpios, y'all. <laughs> surrounded by them. Yes, I'm I'm full. All Scorpio. Do yes. you know your moon and your rising? I don't. Oh, and I should. Well, I've been to an ast I've got my moon, my, your my chart. chart. Yeah. I don't know how to read it. I <laughs> Oh, we can just pop yeah. that in online real fast okay. and, and figure it out. Yes. That'll be yes. fun. Yes. And so maybe we'll put that in the show notes. But she is full blown Scorpio, y'all. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. Um and I like to say I use my powers for good now. That's what I like to joke because if you know a Scorpio, we can be really intense when we get angry. Yes, I do know. I live with one. I know you so. do. Or when we get our feelings hurt. So number two, what is your favorite crystal? Mm. You know I gotta ask that one. I know. And you know what? I thought about that this morning. Like, I don't have a favorite. Oh, you have to have one that you're just drawn but, to though, right? <laughs> yes. I, I, it's hard for me to pick just one thing. I know it is. I, I know it, it is. Ah, amethyst, of course, is is a go-to. Amethyst club. Yes, and I yes. have well, and some I have some rings that have amethyst in them. It was my mother's birthstone. It was my granny's birthstone. So amethyst is real special to me, and that plus it just makes me feel so good. Yes, it, it just it just does feel good. Um, I love orange carnelian. Yeah. I wear Moldavite. Yes, honey. Uh, this was passed on to me from an elder, and she wears a matching one. And it's um, beautiful. Yes, it's a raw piece of Moldavite. Labradorite. I that's my see. Talisman. I thought that's what was gonna be your yeah, crystal. That is. Uh, that's a special. It's just my go-to. When I came out as a medium, like a lot of us, well, maybe not like a lot of us. I had all the bracelets, all yeah. of my arms, yeah. and all yeah. the necklaces, and and everything. And now I'm. I, this is this is all I wear. That's what you. That's mm -hmm. what you feel. That's just me. Yes. Yeah. Moldavite, amethyst, and labradorite. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Forge. Those are my. Yeah. The master healer. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, what is your favorite color? Orange. Oh, that's right. I do mm -hmm. remember you telling me orange. that now. So yes. orange being that sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. That's so Scorpio. It just you. makes me feel so good. That's freaking Scorpio. <laughs> is it? Yeah. And I learned it by accident. I ordered something online that yeah. I thought was earth tone. Well, orange is earthy, but yeah, yeah. it's real orange. And I yeah. was going to send it back. And the more I looked at it, I was like, I really feel good when I look at that. So do you feel that orange is your aura? Like that might be your aura that you give off? Oh, that's a good question. My aura changes, of course, like a of course. Yeah. Um, but that is something that I will your sunshine. Like your, I was gonna say I rate how bright do I feel. You're earthy, but you're also sunshine at the mm -hmm. same time. So I feel like that is the perfect combination of white light with grounded energy is mm -hmm. orange. Yeah. Like I feel like that yes. you embody that. Yeah. Very beautifully. Oh, thank you. Um, what is your, if you would like to share yes. with your permission, what is your power animal? It's okay if you don't want to share because I know that that is something that is yes very sacred and, and some people do not share that. Yes, I will share that my totem animals yes. are the winged ones and my mm. power animal. So the birds, yes. the winged ones, and the... When you become aware, because birds have been around my whole life, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like <laughs> we're we're just they're my tribe. They are. They're my tribe. Her house is surrounded mm -hmm. yes. in bird magic yes. everywhere. Like there are birds that flock yeah. to her house, and it's a, a huge variety from woodpeckers to your oh. singing birds to yes. crow. She had yeah. 
what is a clan of crows called? I don't a murder. Know. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, a murder. murder of crows that would yeah. come every day and eat peanuts in yes. her yard. It was now just... the blue jays come instead of the crows. Yeah. The mockingbirds yeah. chase the crows away. And, <laughs> uh, yes, the mockingbirds. But, but you yes. have such a, 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 a deep level relationship mm -hmm. with the avian. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like Snow White a lot of the times, and mm -hmm. and I do give them offerings. We have bird baths, a heated bird bath is a great investment. But on your railing, um, we have taken up so much of their habitat. Mm -hmm. So giving them water and some food is really a great idea. Um, and I just want to make a plug really quick too. Plant milkweed, please. Plant oh, milkweed. Yes, yes. And uh, monarch butterflies are endangered, and I know it's popular to raise them and release them, but they know how to do that part. They need milkweed. The only plant that butterfly that monarchs can eat is milkweed. It's not milkweed and others. It's only so milkweed. That just blows my mind. Yes. So to get to Mexico where they migrate, yeah. even if they make it through the whole chrysalis, because they can, I've got it on film. I got to witness that. You had a magical, oh, magical experience that's why with these I, butterflies. I, I'm committed to, yeah. to, it's like my PSA now. Yeah. Plant milkweed. They don't have enough habitat. We're, 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 um, We've taken it away from we're, them. Yeah, put in parking lots and, and pesticides, and so they can't migrate. They can't, that's why they're they survive the migration yeah that's yeah. why they're in danger yeah. they don't have enough milkweed to to nourish themselves thank you for sharing yes. that. that yeah so my power animal is is a winged one i will tell you that and i will say that i was terrified of the dark my whole life <laughs> until i discovered and developed a relationship with my power animal and, they and i can see in the dark now that's incredible that is incredible yes not with my eyes, but yeah, right, right, yeah. and that's one way a power animal can support you. Oh, so many ways. There's so so. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh, it is. Another thing about shamanism is if you've ever felt lonely, <laughs> you will never feel alone. That's an, as an only. Child, oh my like, gosh, that is so yeah, true. That was something I suffered from a lot of my yeah. life was feeling lonely. It's and like no, you are so supported. Yeah. On the other, what people would call the other side, even though it's you know all existing at yes. the same time. On the other side of the veil. Uh, yes. The invisible. You is are, what I call them. The un the, invisible. The unvi I love that. Yeah. They're not invisible. <laughs> they're invisible. <laughs> yes. You're so supported. You're so loved. You're taken care of. You're being watched after. You, you feel it. Yeah. You feel yeah. it because you, you've allowed that, you've activated that openness through the daily practices, not just a concept like, I know they're there. Right. You feel it. And you, you've done some practice to cultivate that relationship exactly. with them. Exactly. To and, allow and it to, yeah. She assists with that. Yes. That's what I facilitate. <laughs> and, um, and I am excited to do so. I no longer feel that was the message I got on the way here carry the message wow you know I yeah. don't need you to like me I'm fine <laughs> if you don't and if you do let's talk because yeah. I am an introvert that has been invited to Girl, <laughs> step out we could do a whole other episode <laughs> on being an introvert oh man yes yeah because <laughs> yes. I am too yes how can people find you yes uh, my website is angelafaith.love Angela Faith is my first and middle name. It's not just a quirky little thing yeah. I decided yeah. to do. I was going to put an apostrophe in there. So it'd be like Angel of Faith. Um, my great-grandmother called me Angel of Faith. Angel, oh. Angela, Angela Faith. I, I can hear it now. Yes, and I heard my great aunt at a funeral said it in my ear, Angel of Faith, and I heard it, Angel of Faith. Wow. And I was like, wow. So... I digress. Angelafaith.love. <laughs> See, this is what happens when we get to go. Yes. And I have all the things. I have a Facebook page, yeah. Angela Faith. I have a YouTube channel. Um, You're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram yeah. because of Dana. Well, I'm <laughs> only because of Dana. I don't know my way around there very much. We'll get her there. Um, but she's, we'll yes. I'm like, can you show me how to share your things? I can't figure it out. So, yeah. And we'll put all of that in the show notes, too. Yes. So you guys can have an easel... Easily, easily, yeah. click, thank you, clickable link <laughs> to go find out more about Angel. And you do, um, what are your calls? I was you, getting ready yeah, to say that, yes, on my website, you can schedule a complimentary clarity call Which with me. Which is so me. nice. You can just yes. talk to her and see what she's about. No pressure because I don't want this. I'm not worried about it. I trust I trust Source will pair me with those. One of my mantras, too, is I, um, 
for who am I my an answered prayer this day or I'm open to serve who am I to serve you're always day. my answer prayer well I don't I'm not trying to convince anyone to work with me I guess that's what I'm trying to say yeah the clarity call lets us decide together if we're meant to work together if it yeah. feels right and if you don't feel it I don't I don't want you to invest with me I want you to find someone that you do feel it with but the clarity call is an opportunity to ask any questions and just yeah get a feel for yeah it. so if you feel like this is something that you would be interested in partaking or embarking on in yes. your spiritual journey I personally highly highly recommend it I still see Angela for sessions for myself um, I invest in myself and this is part of my health mm -hmm. it's part of my physical health it's part of my spiritual health and it's just part of my well-being mm -hmm. so if you do feel just attracted or this resonates with you just give her a call check out her website and see if it's something you might be interested in I want to thank you so much for being a part of my first guest Oh, thank you. You know I have the gift of gab. You, you certainly do. I'm going to have you back on for some more in-depth talking. I think it would be, um, of course, I, I would enjoy it. And I think our our um, community mm -hmm. will as well. Yeah. Yeah. If there are certain topics to, yeah. you know, like one topic to focus on, then we could go so deep. I know. I feel like we just need mm -hmm. to have our own podcast together. Right. I was thinking the I'm same thing. I'm just saying, like, we're co-hosting the mm -hmm. thing and we're just talking yeah. about spiritual shit all the time. I would love it. Let's do it. All right. So we're putting it out in the universe. <laughs> we, we just, maybe yeah. this was an inspiration that was yeah. supposed to happen today. Let us know your thoughts on that. I would, I'm eager. Yes. So if you guys have any questions, you can always leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Hey, and if you're thinking about it and you love what you listen to or what you watch, give us a follow, download the episodes, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or on um, Spotify, sorry. And don't forget to download our episodes on YouTube so you can watch them whenever you want. I love you all so much. And remember, you are the power and you I just got chills. <laughs> are the magic. Yes. I love you all so much. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.